0: The Legal Entrepreneurs Podcast with Reviewed and Cleared. Hello and welcome to this week's um, episode of Legal Entrepreneurs with Reviewed and Cleared. Today I'm with Nicola Hartley. Uh, I'll let Nicola introduce herself to you in a moment, but I'm very excited about this chat. Uh, Nicola and I have known each other for quite a long time, where we previously worked with each other at MTV. Nicola, hello and welcome. Thank you, David. We always start this podcast with asking the person to give an introduction to themselves, a summary of their business, the size, location, staff, that sort of thing, uh, what you do, Mm -hmm. and if you can, although no one's ever been able to do this, uh, an idea of your typical day. Okay. (laughs)
1: Um, so where shall I start? Just with just the, you tell the, the, what
0: the business is, what you stand for, what you do.
1: Sure, sure, sure. So Minton Co is a legal and business affairs company. We set up three years ago now. Um, my aim for the company was to create something to sort of reimagine the workplace really, um, and create a remote team of consultants who could work wherever, whenever they wanted to, and work on that flexible basis instead of having to. Trek into the office every day and trek back again. Um, so that was the thinking behind it on the consultant side. Um, and on the business side, um, my aim was that I wanted to provide a really flexible and commercial solution to predominantly um, SME production companies producing content um, who perhaps couldn't afford their own in house lawyer or they didn't want to go out to a law firm and pay law firm rates. Um, so that's the kind of essence of, of the company, yeah. um, and
0: and yeah. <laughs> and you're 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 not located anywhere.
1: No, exactly. I mean, quite a few of us live in London. Some of us live in Kent. Some of us live in Gloucestershire. Um, so yeah, we are pretty remote. <laughs> and
0: one thing that struck me, and I think you you twigged onto it faster than I ever did, was you your business is there as a way to make. Keep good lawyers in the industry.
1: Definitely, and how it's and it and it wasn't intended to work like this, but my, but it has naturally. My, I mean, my own reason for starting the company was that I'd had Lola; she was two at the time, and I felt like I was really missing out on important parts of her life, and um, I wanted to be there for the you know little nursery plays and um, breakfast and bedtime and bath time. Um, and I knew there are probably a lot of other people out there like me feeling the same way as well. Um, and I think you'd probably agree that our industry has taken a while and it's still taking a while to come up to speed with providing you know, proper flexibility for working um, parents. Um, and so yeah, I am really proud to say that we do offer that to everyone that works with us and they can literally work in their pyjamas, they can go and pick up the children when they want to, they can go to the school phase, um, because that was a really important part of the ethos
0: for, for me. And do you have feedback from your consultant saying, this has changed my life, I'm, so, I'm really pleased that I got involved with you, is there any, have you ever, can you think of anyone that's sort of been completely shocked by how easy it is to be, to work this way?
1: No, I think I think I think everyone's just nicely surprised by um, you know how much it has improved their lives um, and how much more they are seeing their children at key times. Um, I think the flip side of that, and in in a very honest, open way, is that you're suddenly juggling in in a, in a different way. So um, you know when you go into an office, your day is very kind of you know you know you're doing your working hours in a set time, and then it's your life as such when you get home. Whereas when you become a consultant, everything is slightly more of a juggle but you know you have the the benefit of it being flexible but for instance you might spend two hours with your child and then as a result you're working into the evening um to make up for that yes um but I think that you know we all just value hugely that flexibility to be able to choose when we want to work
0: so if I asked you what your typical day was it wouldn't it's not an answer you can give
1: (laughs) um yeah definitely I think my uh, well yeah, we, it does vary, but I think on balance it's a little bit of um, meetings, going to meet with a client or meeting with a potential new consultant, um, then doing a little bit of chargeable work, um, catching up with Debbie, who's my right-hand woman. She's I appointed Debbie a year ago now to help with marketing and operations, and that's really revolutionized um, the business actually it's been amazing and then Lindsay um i'll catch up with Lindsay as well she's our executive virtual pa um and then i might go to you know maybe once a week or once every other week i'll go to um, an industry event or networking yeah uh, type event and usually in the evenings but they might you know sometimes they're in the day as well Um, So yeah, it's a bit of a a mix, which is what I love as well, because I think, as you know, when you're an in-house lawyer or, um, you know, in a law firm, you're very much in the office most days, you're not really moving around much or, you know, meeting a lot of people. Um, So that's been a really lovely side to launching a business as well, just having that freedom to go out and meet different people and be in different places.
0: Yes, even today, I, I, yeah. I'm i ha- sort of stressing about being in 10 different places, but then you sort of remember that this is better yes. than sitting at one desk for yes. the entire day. Definitely. Um, <laughs> Debbie's actually, not Debbie, I'm sure Debbie's very interesting, but the role of Debbie's quite interesting, because yeah. what I what's interesting and what's come through in a lot of these podcasts is um, how the, your role changes. So mm-hmm. on day one, I imagine you spent the entire day doing legal work or mm-hmm. then the next day going oh god I've got to do business stuff mm-hmm. um, so getting Debbie in as you said it's changed everything
1: yeah, yeah on do a personal and a business level yeah. because on a personal level you know I was reaching that stage and you know as you've been there you're sort of running everything you're doing the finance the marketing the um, chargeable stuff <clears throat> and you just feel like there aren't enough hours <laughs> in the day to yeah. do everything and working really silly hours just to get it all off the ground and, and make it work. And then you reach a point or I reached a point where I actually thought I'm gonna burn out if I carry on working like this. And I'm, you know, I set up the business in order to see Lola more and have that flexibility, but actually I feel like I'm not seeing my friends or my family, or you know, it was just um, getting to that crunch point where I thought, you know, I need to do something about this and it's time to take someone on. Yeah. To help, um, And for me, I mean, everyone might, you know, people might take someone on for different roles. But for me, I wanted someone who was going to be very operational um, and manage the operational side and the marketing side. Um, because I recognise that I, you know, my role has now become a kind of CEO type role, but I still like to do a bit of chargeable work now and then. I like to have that relationship with the clients and still do a little bit of work. So in order to enable me to do that and the sort of managerial role, I really needed someone like Debbie, yeah, I didn't know who it was going to be at the yeah. time, but um, to you know, come in and manage the consultants and do the onboarding process for new clients um, and be across the marketing and so we do a blog every quarter so she's, she's really instrumental in writing and getting help to write that. Um, and we do a newsletter to the consultants as well every quarter. Um, so she helps with all of those types of things and, and work allocation to the consultants as well which is a really key part of the role. Um, yes. So yeah, I think it's really changed the business because it's allowing me to grow the business um, with the time that I've got um, but it's also helped me on massively on a personal level because now I'm actually working a normal full-time job instead of 80 hours know, a week. Um, yeah.
0: Although, it's when crazy. I do get emails from you, it's mainly about half 11 at night. But that's the
1: flexible working day. That's because I've done my yoga it's in the day. True, it's true. And uh, spent an hour with Lola.
0: <laughs> and, um, Which is true. It's true. It's true. Um, so, you would say you're already three years in tr- changing into a CEO role? Because I had a, we did a podcast with Donna who started a, a similar sort of idea to you. Um, and she, she was very clear. She said, I, I very quickly realized I had to stop being a lawyer. Mm-hmm. and start being a CEO.
1: Yeah. Um, um, I I can't say I'm fully there yet, and that's yeah. my own fault. It's because I really like being with the clients. No, and it's a transition them. I yeah. and it is I transition. struggle with. Yeah, and I'm getting there. I'd I say it's probably about a 60-40 split at the moment, and I'm conscious that I need to... Oh, well, I'm in the process of changing that so that I can spend more time. It's that, it's that clichéd but classic thing of you're supposed to be working... On the business instead of in the business, yes I think that's right. Um, so I will be transitioning to that definitely. But it's also um, for me in the part, you know, up until very recently, actually, it was also a profit-related thing because you're obviously very profitable when you're charging yourself out mm-hmm. and doing your own work. And then as soon as someone else is doing it, obviously you're taking a margin. But um, you know, it's a lot less than, than if you were just doing yes. it yourself. And there's a sort of tipping point. For me, which I'm just literally at now, I think um, where I can financially step away from the chargeable work and let everyone else do it and um, make enough to pay for it the running costs. Wonderful. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's it's it, it's a change. I'm struggling with, and I know when we spoke to other lawyers, it's the same. Mm. Like you said, you've got to Different be point. not not, yeah. not be in the business. Yeah. But it's difficult when that's what you've always, always done.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it, and it's very. Uh, you know, it's your baby isn't it and you want to make sure that things are being done in the right way and ultimately you just need to make sure you have really good people that you can trust yes. and um, I think that's the key to any business isn't it absolutely and happy to say that I'm there I just need to yeah I think it's more the financial tipping point for me and I'm pretty much there now so yeah I think the next 12 months will be a really exciting time and I can actually Grow it and be a, be a CEO. Yes, that's great. Full time. Yeah.
0: Um. So then we let what we like to go back to because it's a lot of lawyers talking to is that what what I really want to dig down is to is when you had your inspirational moment your light bulb yeah. moment <laughs> when you wait you sat at your desk and I just can't do this anymore I have to go and try something else yeah. how did how did yeah. how did your company come about? Um.
1: It was it it was a process. So um. I was working with another lawyer at the time. Um, at Jamie Oliver, and so we were working across all, all of his um, creative companies, but mostly Fresh One Productions. Um, <clears throat> and um, both of us, just used to, we used to sit next to each other only one day a week, and we'd have these chats about you know where else we could go, what else we could do, and those chats culminated in, well, why don't we just go and start something ourselves? And the inspiration for it was because we both had young children at the time, and we were both thinking... You know, even though the company we were at were pretty, you know, as far as companies go, not too bad in terms of, you know, allowing us a day from home to work from home. It was more, you know, I suppose it was two things. It, it was a personal thing of wanting to be more flexible and spend more time with our children. And then it was actually, we've seen, we've used law firms and we've used other consultants um, in terms of, uh, you know, when we needed that help within the business. And we could see there was a huge difference between uh, the, the type of service that you get from a law firm and the type of service that you get from a consultant who's been in house before and is very commercial. And we were thinking, right, we can do this. We can actually, you know, provide this really commercial and creative, to be honest, service. Um, because if you understand the creative process, you're already, you know, 100% of the way there in terms of providing a better service. Um, so it was, it was, it was a two pronged. R- rationale but it took us a while to get there because I think we just both and it was great that we did it together because we gave each other that strength and that courage to, to kind of go out there and do it um, yes although we're not together now and um, that's a t- you know a whole other story but at the time um it was what you know it was really encouraging for both of us to be able to go out there and do it together
0: yeah um, I remember meeting with you both when you'd you're quite new into it yeah and it was I was a little bit jealous that you had this Pals, partner, sort of, yeah. to, go, to go through all that with each other. Yeah. Um, it's a
1: journey, as you know, isn't it, at the beginning? Yes. Definitely.
0: And um, do you think it takes an in-house lawyer to... Maybe, because I'm biased, but for me, I think the, the years of being an in-house lawyer and the fact that all my lawyers are in-house, ex-in-house lawyers, mm-hmm. it gives you an edge when you provide the service. Mm-hmm. You understand, because when you're in-house and you provide a bad service, frankly, people will moan to you and tell you that you want, they want it differently. And I don't know whether being an in-house lawyer makes you understand exactly what service is ne- necessary nowadays, because mm. I find that clients are more discerning than they used to be, that they won't just go to a big firm, that they will shop around. Yeah. And you think that your in-house back- background gives you an edge in what you're doing now?
1: In terms of the, because we're, because we're a business affairs company, I think, and you know, we, our sort of ethos is to be someone's external in-house support effectively. So there are still occasions when a client will need to go to a law firm for top level corporate advice or employment yes. advice, that type of thing. Um but for the type of service that we're providing you do need to be really commercial and you need to be just to be able to, to to kind of have a really good risk analysis and be able to say actually the real risk of this happening is nil. So let's just, you know, you're going to be fine with that. Whereas sometimes I think an external Law firm might be a bit more risk averse because, Mm -hmm. um, I I don't know why. Well, you're bred to be, aren't you? Yeah. You're bred to cover your arse. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, But just in terms of the type of, you know, the way that we draft things and the way that we negotiate things, I would say is very, um, just, I can't think of another word for it, but it is very commercial. um, And very pragmatic um, and efficient and, i I say, you know, know, it's not a dot in the eyes crossing the T's exercise it's more let's get this deal done because it needs to be done and obviously do it in a good and very quality way but um it's a a very can-do and facilitative
0: approach yes and um so then we get now we go on to the practicalities of things and so that day you handed in your notice did you have somewhere to go the monday after
1: uh we didn't actually but we we did quite shortly afterwards um and so because what we realized we needed to do is we spent some of our notice period uh obviously not in work hours yes (laughs) um you know going to meet people after work for a drink and um working on our contacts list and working out who we could go and approach and a lot of the people were naturally people that were in our network um who became our first clients which was great um but because we only had a few clients to start with it wasn't enough to sustain us financially so we both had a pot of savings and we both said right we're going to have to be prepared to spend this um to support ourselves um through the first few months and we did spend it but equally um we also went and both of us took um Uh, uh, contracting jobs with other companies so I went to Disney for a few months and we kind of pooled our resources from that and that just really I mean we were working like absolute dogs to be honest because we were doing that job and then we were kind of sending emails in our lunch hours and in the evenings for 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 our business Um, so it was a really difficult way to do it but it gave us that foundation to build from and and money, which risk. we both needed. Yeah. We, were, we were both actually the breadwinners at the time as well.
0: Okay. And was there yeah. much discussion before you? It's a risk, before you took the risk.
1: Um, I'm not very good at doing that. I kind of make up my mind and just want to do something. Gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to do this and it's fine. I've got some savings and, um, you know, worst case scenario, I'll get another job. Yeah. Which, you know, you can. So, yeah. So yes. it wasn't, I mean, I don't,
0: but I don't want to downplay it. This is a huge moment to hand in your notice and, and start yeah. a company, it's, it's terrifying.
1: Yeah, it, it, it was a risk, but I think, um, I didn't think too hard about it, actually, I think I just thought, let's do it, I was excited about it, yeah, yeah really excited. And the reason I'm asking is
0: because I assume people who listen to this, the one or two people who listen to this, will, um, <laughs> will, will might be in a law firm thinking I can do that, um, mm-hmm. for me, it was always the practicality of it, it yeah. was always not whether you could do the work but whether you could just make it work get financially that first six yeah months. yeah um my dad's doesn't make me forget the two grand I, <laughs> I borrowed for you not day. paid it back <laughs> I paid it back <laughs> um, that was my worst that was my worst mistake so far what would you say was your worst mistake oh
1: so far? I, d- I saw that question on the list and i didn't like it i, like it. I don't like talking about mistakes but i but think then, um no you i know if you, no if you know. Really want to be ted talk
0: about it then you can i think it, it's, it, it's um, um <laughs> <laughs>
1: I prefer to think of it as challenges as opposed to mistakes. And I think, um, I I mean, there hasn't been anything catastrophic, but obviously the main thing was uh, not carrying on with my business partner and having to make that decision quite early on. Um, And I think the lesson that I've, well, the big lesson I've learned from it is, you know, you might have a kindred spirit who you have an idea with and think it's a great idea but you should sit down and talk properly <laughs> about yeah. um your aims for the business and you know where you want it to go and just kind of check that you're aligned really and I think we didn't we didn't because we were so excited about leaving and setting something up we didn't really spend enough time working out if we were compatible as business partners yeah um And even though she was a friend and a great person, we just, we just weren't gelling at all in terms of our hopes and aspirations for what we wanted and the way we were doing things. And that became apparent quite early on. And I think it, I think I'm really proud of us both for just being honest and open with each other. I think it was about after eight months and we just said, it's not working out, is it? We're not, we're both not happy and we both want different things out of it. And that's when we kind of called it a day with the two of us. It's pretty and then I, yeah, it was, it was a very grown up thing to do. Yeah, and I think like... it's, and I think it's better to do it early on because we could have carried on for another year, making each other miserable. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, no, it was good. And then I rebranded and sort of relaunched and went from there.
0: It's funny because somebody else who sat up a firm said the same thing. He wished he'd spent more time thinking, talking to his partner about what, they envisioned their day-to-day life. And he mm. said, we actually spent more time talking about the brand and mm. what we call it. Maybe. And the colours and yeah. stupid things. Than yeah. Than what we were yeah. Going yeah. to do on a day-to-day basis. Yeah,
1: definitely. And division of responsibilities as well is so key. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah. And when you, you've got, yes, brand brand's important, but you yeah. did say, yeah, spent too long talking about What are we going to And the about? name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You spent, you yeah. agonised over yes. that. Now I still hate reviewing um, <laughs> Okay. So, uh, rather than the worst mistake, um, What's your, your greatest? What, what what have you gone That's bloody great? I'm just, that that's that day has really made it all feel like I'm I'm on the right path.
1: Um, I would say I think I mean there have been obviously some great moments, and that's you know in terms of having you know brilliant new clients that you're really proud of. Um, and there's been lots of moments that I've been proud of, but I would say I think. Um, I think the greatest moment's yet to come, actually. I think it's, um, you know, because it's all working really well at the moment, and I think we're now at that position where we're ready to launch out a bit more and reach out a bit more, and we're thinking of launching in a different territory, and we've got a lot of work to do um, around that, Um, but I'm really excited about that, and I think that's that's gonna be the next big...
0: So when you're finding consultants, and and this is what I struggle with, finding the right person, people, um, hmm. do you have are you with your CEO hat on? Is that what you're spending a lot more time doing? You're selling the business and selling the lifestyle and selling you're giving people opportunities to change their lives. Is that how you sell it, or do um, you just sell it as we've got some good work? Go and do this. No,
1: we do, we you do, work in your We yeah, <laughs> yeah, we do actually sometimes use that like, <laughs> um, yeah, it is the lifestyle thing as well as I would say, um. A, bi- a big thing that I talk about is the fact that it's a little community, and so it might be that we all work remotely, but I think there's a lot of consultants out there, and everyone's different. I mean, you have your lone consultants who are very happy working by themselves and um, wouldn't want to work with anyone else, and that's fine, but you also have people who are sociable by nature um, and are probably, you know, in all honesty, a tiny bit lonely working in yeah. their... Bedroom or office, you know, home office yeah. um, by themselves, and so, yeah. How I've talked about it is, and actually, it's the registered name of the company is Mint Community Limited, trading Us, Mint and Co. Um, but the community aspect is really important to us, and we're trying to create a little community of consultants, um, and we do that in different ways. But we have um, we use Slack um, as a platform, digital platform, and we create channels on there for know how sharing or yeah. just general chat. Um, so that's one way that we can all kind of come together and it's you know it is sporadic sometimes because people are busy but that you know it's um, it's something we need to work on actually in on honesty because it's there but it could work you know a whole lot better than it probably is but it's a, it's a way of making sure that we can share things and communicate with each other and then I do um, a, a quarterly social event for everyone as well so we get everyone together face to face because I think that's really important um and yeah we you know everyone is it's really nice when there's a project actually where a couple of consultants can work across it and that's yes. when people start working more as a team and that's yes. really lovely um and everyone's very willing to share um you know if they've been to a training event then they might share that with with the team so it's kind of um yeah I suppose feeling part of something even though it's a remote practice you're still you're part of a little community. Yes, yeah. and, and, and
0: look, I'm not bringing it back to, to, to me, but it's the same thing when you're sitting on your own for a couple of years and then suddenly you've got other people you can bounce ideas off, yeah. questions off.
1: So much more rewarding. Having a drink yeah.
0: together and talking about stuff, working on projects together, it, it is more rewarding rather than just these people who are setting up mm-hmm. these cottage industries. And I think I, the reason I get so sort of excited about your firm is it's quite your business is quite the same as mine. Very mm-hmm. sort of mm-hmm. similar. Yeah. Um. So n- then we'll go on to the future. So and this is what's really interesting is, well, I mean you've touched on it a bit. Mm-hmm. What, what we're really interested in is how your work-life balance has changed. Are your stress levels higher? <laughs> um. Are they just different stress levels? How how's being Nicola
1: now mm. changed? Um, well, I mean we yeah, we did touch on the importance of Debbie's and Lindsay's roles in in terms of me doing physically less hours than I was doing every week, which is which is amazing. And just how they are helping to grow the business as well as me um which is also amazing um so personally that you know the work-life balance is a lot better than it was but it does take I, I think it just I think with any startup business it just takes a while to get there and you've got to be really honest with yourself on the way about whether you're tiring yourself out too much and and, and trying to look after yourself a bit as well making sure that you still exercise and you still see your family and friends um because I realized I wasn't doing enough of that. So yeah, I would say anybody who's starting out, just keep an eye on your own self-care yes. in those first early years because yes. it is really hard work. And it's hard work now. It's Of course it's hard work because then you've got the, the growth of the company and you know there's more and more to, to do. To do. Um, so it's always, as you know, a very full-on role yes. and, and having your own business. But I think it's about having enough resource to help you, you know, having enough resource around you to help you and looking after yourself. And that was really important. And I've kind of kept that going. And my family have been really supportive, but they do, yeah, they do occasionally say, you look tired, you've been, you know, you need to slow down a bit. Because I guess I'm the type of person that, you know, I work really hard. I like to have a really full social life and see friends. And I like to see Lola and do things with her. And sometimes you realise... You actually, you can't do it all, and you're doing too much, yes. and some things need to give a little bit, yeah.
0: But you would say the change has been positive, yeah, rather definitely. than going into work every day, and yeah, do you ever miss just having um, a job?
1: I tell you what made me miss it recently. I have been going in to a client one day a week for a little while just to help them out. Um, and uh, I was thinking to start with, this is a little bit annoying because it means that it's going to take me out from doing other things, and actually, I've really enjoyed it because it's 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 clo- you know, it's made that relationship closer for one thing and helped me understand the business better. Um and just being able to have nice chats with people. Yes. Um and I do I do miss that occasionally and I think you have that's what you have to try and with a remote business especially recreate in other ways and yeah. make sure that you're calling people and emailing and having social get togethers. Um, yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because you know there's a point where meetings can you wanna bang your head on the table but then sometimes you really miss it's the social
1: aspect, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, hmm. yeah. Um, so again, you touched on a little bit. What, what? Are you, are you happy to talk about what the plans for the business are? It sounds like you're, you're on the cusp of something.
1: Well, I mean, it's very in my head. Early days. There's nothing, you know. I haven't actually launched uh, anything out into the world <laughs> about it yet. But yeah, we're um, working on plans to launch in a different territory, and it. In the very early research stages of that, but I think it makes sense because you know this model could work so well in a lot of a lot of different countries. So yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh, you, you, see, you it sounds like you're sort of seeing opportunity around every corner, which is different to when you're working. I think that's one of my fun things about this job is if you see an opportunity, you can just go for it rather yeah. than having to ask your line manager and then get a yeah. budget and.
1: Yeah, and, and and quite often it can be those organic things that happen, can't it? People that you meet that you know are just in the right place at the right time, yes. and yeah, and you can then grab the opportunity. Yeah, definitely.
0: Okay, um, so we're going to talk a little bit about the profession, and sort of what your views are on it. Um, Quite a few people we spoke to said lawyers are sort of bred. This was really interesting. You said lawyers lawyers are, tend to be bright people who do well at school and they like getting the pat on the head from their parents and they do well in exams and then they go to university and do well and then they go to a law firm and then they're patted on the head by the, by the partner and then they're patted on the head by the senior partner and then they get to partner and they're sort of there forever. Yeah. And then the other thing that people talk about is the financial element of it where you're earning good money and you're sort of stuck um I'd just love to get your views on sort of do you think the legal community do you think the legal profession encourages entrepreneurship do you think there are those traps where lawyers are bred as not particularly entrepreneurial or um or do you think that they're all capable of it it's just never mm. just the opportunities some some take some don't
1: it's hard, isn't it? Because we can only really talk from our own experiences in our... Fir- I mean, I can. I've only been in, worked in one law firm, so I yes. feel like my view is, you know, narrow in that sense. And But I can talk from, you know, personal experience, But and it was a long time ago now, actually. <laughs> thinking I can't think about it. Um, it. <laughs> 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 um, but my experience was very much... Um, you know I loved my training contract it was so much fun you know very sociable um and I loved being you know using just being stretched on a daily basis in terms of the work was brilliant um and then I found I just I I reached a point after a a couple of years where and I think this is you know as soon as you become more senior obviously you don't have the same problem but when you're junior my experience was very much um You know, you can make plans for the evening, but you definitely can't guarantee whether you're going to be able to go and see your friend or go to the theatre or anything. And I ended up cancelling on a lot of friends and, you know, quite a few times, you you probably had the same experience. And I just found that there was such a disrespect for, in a way, someone having their own life outside work, which is probably also, when I think about it, a big (laughs) catalyst for this business as well. That, you know, that attitude. Um, and it's not everyone. You know, you had partners who were very respectful of that, but you also had others who, you know, just didn't give a shit. Like, they, they wanted their work done and the client needed it, so, you know, you just had to stay.
0: When people said it, you never really believed it. You know, when they say, have a work-life balance. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. don't come in until 11 I never really believed but
1: no one ever said that to me did they say it to you (laughs) We never had that you were one of the lucky ones
0: actually I was boasting about working late one day and one partner who shall remain nameless said just showed me you can't plan your time properly (laughs) (laughs) so I didn't really know where to go with that no
1: it's true um and you know I think um a lot is being done now to change that hierarchical structure yes. a little bit because it is it was so hierarchical when I was there and you really did feel unimportant at that level and like you didn't really have a voice particularly um which doesn't help which I think is wrong because young people have great ideas and you should listen to them um and encourage them and and I think you know they obviously firms are changing the way they're working and that hopefully that's happening do you think more. they are you're, you're well it. I'm assuming that that happening it's yeah. happening more um I don't know. I don't actually know. I'd hope it, I hope it is. Um, did firms like ours
0: exist when we were training? Because I don't remember any. No. But why no. would I
1: remember any? No, I don't think they did. Although I remember having an interview, oh God, it would have been about 2008, with Axiom when they set up. Okay. Do you remember them?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and they had a similar model, I guess, but more in term- more like the LOD model in terms of placing people for longer periods of time. Yes. Um, but yeah, yeah, I feel like the whole marketplace now is really changing, isn't it? And for the better.
0: Yeah, um, I think so. Um, I'm certainly these things to a lot more lawyers who, who are prioritising life over just, mm-hmm. I work so hard and I'm an amazing lawyer sort of thing. It's yeah. changing. Well, for me, I can see it changing.
1: And I just hope, and I think it, I think it will have to happen, that companies like ours will make the more traditional firms think, actually, in order to retain really good people, we're going to have to start thinking a bit more about this whole, you know, flexible and work-life balance. Yeah. Um, well, they will, because otherwise they're going to well, lose people. Yeah, exactly, because
0: Donna, Donna, um was talking a lot about just all this wasted talent for all these years. All these incredible women who were, who were going to have children or were taking time off to have children. And then never really... She, she talked about a lot who weren't confident about coming back into depression mm-hmm. or were worried about coming back to the professional level they didn't think they should be at. Yeah. And just losing these amazing lawyers. Yeah. And I never thought about my firm like that, but now it's true. I'll take yeah. credit for it, but without any credit. But And yours as well, where you're keeping mm. these amazing lawyers doing really good work, mm, mm, mm. but having a different life about it.
1: Definitely. And it just, yeah, I think I forgot to mention it before, but yeah, most of our consultants, from, yeah, from one i think all have um families and so this works so well for them and we took off and it just happened to be till until quite recently that they were all female and that wasn't intended at all but i think it's a natural result of what you've just what you've just touched on um but the um our male consultant um he's great and he he also just really values that life balance and he loves to spend time with his children um and that for him is really important, so it is, you know, it works for both males and females, but I think, um, you know, predominantly, like you said, it probably is still women that are not going back to little firms and, you know, wanting to spend that time with their families. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's a shame, uh, and then finally, and I didn't give you this question beforehand, so you're going to be annoyed with this, um, Anyone listening who is thinking about starting a business? I mean, I had one guy who said, do, do the research and be prepared for it to fail. Have you got any sort of <laughs> words of wisdom, any hints or tips, anything you sort of leave them with?
1: If they're thinking of launching sitting out. Here, sitting on the yeah. desk now,
0: skyping, listening to Legal Cheek. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, again, it's very much from personal experience, but I would say the things that helped me to make that decision were that I knew I had this pot of savings behind me because because a huge worry is that you know it's not going to make enough money in the first couple of years and you have nothing to fall back on so I think having a little pocket of something always helps um you to feel more comfortable about making that decision um and also just going out and Reaching out to your network, um, and to, because you just suddenly realise you have you know so many people who could be useful to, to what you're doing, and just go out there and meet people for, people for coffees, and you'll be surprised at how people are so open and generous with their time, I and yeah, and um, and people you might yeah, and and yeah, and they'll encourage you, and they might even become a mentor, which would yeah. be great. Um, so yeah, definitely do that, and yeah. Think very carefully about um, if you, you know, if you're having a business part going into it with a business partner, just working out on working on your business plan properly, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and and your roles and responsibilities and all of that kind of thing.
0: Brilliant! Thank you very much. Uh, t- thank you for taking the time to sit down. Pleasure.
1: With us. Really interesting to chat to you. Awesome.